This is the Epilogue Audio Experience. You're listening to Brewing Talks. I'm Madhulika, your host for the show. And besides being a marketer, I'm also a consumer. I go for brands that I feel connected with. And being a loyal customer of a brand, I become a part of the brand's community. Hence, you know, this is why we know that why community-based marketing is kind of trending today. Especially also because we are in the world of social media and, you know, we are always involved in conversations. We are always involved in sharing things that we like or we are connected with. I can think of quite a few brands, right? I can think of brands like Nike, Apple, Starbucks, who have done a, a kind of very decent job when it comes to connecting with their loyal customers and keeping them, you know, as as the saying goes, as the phrase goes, that you have to invest four or five times more your effort, time, money, everything to gain new customers and not even half of that investment and effort in retaining your loyal customers, right? So I guess for every marketer today, what's really important is to create a strong community wherein there is a unanimous way of looking at things, you know, there is connect with the ideas that you share and much more. And to brew up a conversation on what drives this area of marketing and on brand building, I welcome on the show Subranshu Singh, the Global Head Marketing for Royal Enfield. Very glad to have you on the show, Subranshu. Thank you, Madhulika. I'm delighted to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Subranshu, you are associated with Royal Enfield, which is the iconic motorcycle brand. And I actually purposely didn't speak about or mention about uh, the brands while I was talking about uh, the brands have done well with community-based marketing because I wanted to bring it as a later part of the conversation. So Royal Enfield, in fact, is one of the other brands that I can relate with when it comes to a very strong mark that they have made so far in this area. And besides this, obviously, uh, Subranshu comes with, uh, you know, more than 20 years of experience in uh, brand management uh, with some of the most admired brands like Star Sports, Visa, Hindustan Lever. He's also a regular contributor with several publications and he keeps sharing his thoughts and ideas on advertising, marketing, branding on several publications like Economic Times, Financial Express, Forbes India. So great, uh, Subranshu, once again, great to have you on the show. And uh, I think before we deep dive into the into the world of community-based marketing, I want to understand what are the fundamentals of this kind of a marketing and how different is it from any other style of marketing that marketers usually adopt? So uh, thanks, Madhulika, again. Uh, I think, you know, if you look at, if you look at the area of connecting people to brands, I mean, that's Mm -hmm. really what brand building is all about. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think in the last, say, about 40 to 50 years, there has been a development of just too many opinions, uh, whereas wisdom has become shallow. Mm -hmm. And that's because brand building has become uh, multidisciplinary and there has been a very strong effort on part of people to make it like a science. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas I hold the view that marketing is essentially about common sense mm-hmm. and it is about having the humility and the empathy and the external focus to connect with people like mm-hmm. you and me, everyday people living their lives out there. Right, uh, But because brand building as a discipline, I mean, academically and otherwise has become multidisciplinary, there are 
marketers in the mix there are you know it's it's about economics it's about neurosciences it's about biology statistics psychology sociology mm-hmm. mm-hmm. law you know then as if that wasn't enough there are idea gurus and mm-hmm. market research and there's advertisements yeah. and content and so on and so forth right as a as a as a consequence what's happening is that uh clustering of ideas is happening and essentially in the last i would say in the last 30 to 40 years increasingly the economic basis for branding mm-hmm. that which drives the pnl mm-hmm. and the psychological rationale mostly from the advertising agencies and content development side right. i think the, you know the economic rationale and the psychological rationale have raced ahead they've got mm-hmm. more currency um they have been they have been given greater value there mm-hmm. is a, a, a very precious part of marketing which is you know brand sociology mm-hmm. how does a brand build traction with a community how does it mm-hmm. get on board to a culture how mm-hmm. does it connect to important things you know with the entire community Th- that aspect has become uh, a little neglected even mm-hmm. forgot right and i th- right and i think you know very few brands genuinely are able to create a community mm-hmm. and especially a community that is enduring and so i think that itself is a differentiator now sorry for this uh, long introduction but it serves mm-hmm. as a context your question was how is this marketing different this marketing is different because uh, it is essentially about trust the social element sociological branding branding of communities branding that builds trust in large number of people as a whole it is about affiliation right and mm. that basically if brand management is trust management and trust management is about performance and performance is about consistency then this kind of marketing is distinctive and different because it has to address many people mm-hmm. one at a time it has to be consistent and it has to be very very long term oriented um, mm. in its construct and so i think that's the principal difference brands that build community crave for consumer trust and right. they they build consumer trust over a very long period of time hmm okay interesting so so what what has brands like you know though i named a few brands that have made success stories in creating strong communities right for themselves uh, but there are a lot of brands which are still far away from this journey right so what it takes for brands to be successful in this area you know what where are marketers lacking in not paying attention to this aspect of brand building per se uh, say about maybe about 150 years ago um, across the world in mm-hmm. europe as well uh, you know people when they were getting a tailor to make a shirt for themselves uh, mm. the label was in the back of the collar it was inside right. behind the right. neck it was right. hidden from view mm-hmm. uh, and then one day somebody moved that brand mark to the front on the pocket mm-hmm. true uh, on your chest and and the person who did that uh, unknowingly was a marketing genius because instantly he changed a manufacturer's mark to a symbol of identity right it legitimized mm-hmm. fashion belongingness association i declare mm-hmm. that i wear x or y brand mm-hmm. and when many people did that the brand's tribe was born and and that is how 
the community was conceived right, right now right. this this is visible for us to see uh, you know across the world there are congregations events where people come together simply because they relate to a brand at the same level right true you may have 50 interests in life which are different from mine but if you adore a brand that i adore there is one mm. connecting point between the two of us right correct Now, correct so this is the obvious one the unobvious mm. or even more profound thing to my mind is this whole area of cultural authority that brands are entities brands are forces that shape culture right mm-hmm. this is a very very rare occurrence everybody mm-hmm. can you know say that we are you know we are about community look how many people are there on my facebook you know blah blah mm-hmm. but true true truly getting people interested in you you know right, you open right. refrigerator there will be 30 brands you go across your house there will be another 100 brands you know mm-hmm. how many of them are you genuinely emotionally attached to how mm-hmm. many of them would you care to discuss with people who are close to you right. so these these benefits of brands um you know are beyond functional and emotional benefits i call them expressive benefits right does True. the brand say something about me mm. and and you know when we are able to share that preference for a brand with many other people it could mm. be a service it could be a product it could be anything and in this way we are able to signal that i belong to this kind i mm. belong to this brand community i belong to this mainstream right uh, and, right and and you know and that is why many brands are not able to do that so that unobvious part the deeper part the part mm-hmm. about cultural authority True. there are hundreds of brands that are doing a lot in this area of associative memory i mean i top of my mind i can think of you know nike mm. red bull Jack Daniel, correct, right, right. Now, uh, you know, Apple, Patagonia, mm-hmm. even Google, Facebook, Amazon. Mm-hmm. You know, Amazon, so correct. Brands, yeah, uh, they have become an important and essential, a connected part of our life, and so we mm-hmm. are relying on them. Mm-hmm. And what happens is, you know, the you you are asking me, how is it? What should brands do? I mean, brands should be consistent. Brands should be really. concerned about their customers mm-hmm. uh, they should they should be at it 24 by 7 branding mm-hmm. is not a job that can be perfected on a laptop or in a laboratory right mm-hmm. uh, branding is a job that is out there in sunshine every day mm-hmm. uh, and and therefore anything that is shallow anything that is superficial anything that is just looking like you're paying lip service mm-hmm. won't you know let me redo the logo let me change the font a little more pink mm-hmm. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. now i will declare that i am about happiness or i am about mm-hmm. adjective people True. see that right yeah you yeah know, people say social community now imagine you are sitting with friends at a at a restaurant having coffee or at a mm-hmm. pub having a beer and mm-hmm. suddenly somebody comes wearing a brand uniform pulls a chair and sits next to you and says you know what mm. i want to make friends with you with you all as a brand what will mm. your reaction be you will tell them to go you know please don't mm, correct. correct why should it be any different in the digital domain or elsewhere in life right absolutely so yeah, when yeah. you when you invite the brand in only when you are mm. concerned about the subject only when you positively care mm-hmm. that is the time when you know that 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 the community of brand 
gets built slowly mm. not you cannot i cannot buy trust i Correct. can't cut i can say from tomorrow please love me please trust me as a brand mm mm-hmm. of course it. not yeah yeah it. so it's about external focus it's about system mindedness it's about a lot of humility mm-hmm. and it's about giving it time and being consistently at it yes yes you absolutely you put it so amazingly well as an example that you just gave So Subrancho you are currently leading the marketing for Royal Enfield right and that's one good example as a case study that we can look at in in this area that we are conversing today so mm-hmm. could would you want to just share your journey you know what went into building as you said it's not an overnight process it's a long term you know process that you put in a lot of effort to make this happen so tell us about uh, so a few things about Royal Enfield as a brand in this area of community building Yeah sure Royal Enfield um, is the world's oldest continuously manufactured motorcycle brand you mm-hmm. know we have right. been manufacturing motorcycles since the year 1901 mm. um bullet which is a well known model of ours a brand was born in 1932 mm-hmm. uh Royal Enfield came to India in the year 1955 Mm-hmm. Uh, as a joint venture in chennai and mm-hmm. every motorcycle of royal enfield whether it's sold in in japan south korea australia france colombia brazil germany or india every single motorcycle is manufactured in our three state of the art plants in greater chennai area mm-hmm. so we are a british brand that survived and thrived in india and is going global again and i am really mm. privileged to serve this uh, mm. brand the the true architect of this brand's resurrection the true architect of this brand's thriving again is our managing director mr siddharth lal mm-hmm. he has taken this idea to economic success and the idea is that we are invested in exploration royal enfield as a brand right is an ally for riders who wish mm-hmm. to explore the world around them right and make versatile easy to use uncomplicated good old british motorcycles mm-hmm. uh, we are not about high tech we are not about you know you know just next generation engineering right. we are building resilient pedigreed excellent motorcycles that are great for roads and you know and inner city travel we have uh, you know an adventure motorcycle adventure uh, tourer in our portfolio called the himalayan mm-hmm. uh, we have a roadster called the classic uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know a heritage roadster as i've told you called the bullet mm-hmm. uh, we just launched very successfully a cruiser called the meteor so there's a portfolio okay. here at work but what siddharth has realized and consistently done is to build a culture around this brand it's also about events it's also about riding it's also about apparel motorcycle maintenance influencers and so on and so forth and i would unhesitatingly say that siddharth with royal enfield is the same equation as jeff bezos with amazon hmm. or dietrich uh, marteschitz with red bull mm-hmm. or even you know henry ford with ford or steve jobs with apple he has driven this brand Mm-hmm. Uh, really really literally on its deathbed in the 90s mm-hmm. and he has resurrected that single mindedly uh, and taken it to great glory we are you know we are one of the world's most profitable and fastest growing automotive brands 
Hmm. Uh, the brand in India, of course, acquired, you know, from 1955 to now and across the world, as I told you, we are in the 120th year of our existence. Mm-hmm. It has acquired many, many layers of meaning and identity, right? Every brand has several authors, Madhulika, you know, mm-hmm. first of all, the brand managers themselves, you know, the True. company. Right. The brand company is an author. Consumers are a very precious and very important set of authors. Mm-hmm. And there is the media, you know, which comments and reports and, and qualifies and critiques and so on. And then there are the influencers mm. who are experts in that domain. And there are more, but I would say the brand, the consumers, the media and the influencers, these are the people who put together, create meaning and create richness of interpretation and then slowly over a period in time, it starts to get more and more crystallized and then, you know, that becomes the brand. So I would say that brand is a reputation of reputations. Right. And it is a, by definition, it is a meta construct. What I mean by that is it's, it's, it's the coming together of many blocks of meaning, of product, of performance, of quality, of service. Mm. And every moment, every day, 24 by 7 by 365, uh, you know, branding is a race without a finish line. Right, right. That is what Siddharth has managed to do. He has managed to create a broad purpose, mm-hmm. ritualism, very, uh, you know, very consistent and appealing, visible branding. Mm-hmm. And there is a coming together. There is a coming together of community. There is a covenant. We celebrate mm. together at Ridermania. We are a part of the same brand community. Mm. And if you deconstruct this, it is way beyond consumerism, right? It's way beyond mm. just buying cycle. It's about being Correct. part of lifestyle. Correct, and, correct. And that is what Royal Enfield has managed to do, which is why it's so successful. Mm-hmm. And mind you, Royal Enfield is also a mid-segment motorcycle. What I mean by that is we are invested in, we have only at this present point in time, we are a 350cc motorcycle, we have a 411, which is Himalayan, and mm-hmm. then we have a 650cc, two offerings and twins. Mm-hmm. Uh, our bracket is 250cc to 750cc. So we are a mid-segment motorcycling brand. And that is true across the world, mm-hmm. uh, but you know, but we have actively been able to promote upgradation amongst people, uh, and right. they come to us and they find a qualitative difference in not only the kind of things that they do with their motorcycle, but also the lifestyle that they encounter. Right? Correct. And Correct. I think that's, of course, there is status. There are other appreciate. You know, there are several emotional benefits which we also mm. like. Mm-hmm. You know, like prestige and lifestyle and. Uh, association with people from the defense services, all of these mm-hmm. things are part of Grand Royal Enfield. Mm-hmm. But above all, it is about, uh, you know, a culture of exploration and pure motorcycling. Correct, correct. That in short is what Royal Enfield has managed to do, Madhulika. Right. So in fact, I think, you know, for brands like Royal Enfield uh, that we give example as a case study. So I think it's also to do with how you relate with your consumer's passion. Right. Because I think to do something to do with exploration and, you know, adventure, for example, is a lot to do with how passionately you feel about certain things. Right. And if you if you can plug in your brand with that passion, then I think that's where you you see starts. Uh, you see uh, things start shaping up positively for your brand and business. Yes. rather. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Correct. correct. Uh, so 
uh, also coming to so you know as going through your uh, instagram page and while we are talking about big numbers what i see is like just on instagram i haven't really you know explored all your channels right now so i see around 2.4 million followers following you, this brand on insta uh how do you keep them hooked right it's important to have good numbers but it's also as you rightly said some time back important to keep them engaged so how do you as a for marketers from your perspective with years of experience subranshu what do you think how is it important for such brands who want to you know be strong in this area of community building uh, you know how do you want to keep them engaged over a period of time so that there's no monotony that sets in you know so how how do you manage to do that yes so um, you're right we have a very large but more importantly very engaged community um, mm-hmm. the last figure that i remember is about close to 80 lakhs so it's 78 to 80 lakh uh, mm-hmm. uh, so almost 8 million members uh, on social platforms mm-hmm. uh, these followers have come organically the brilliant thing is we have not spent a single penny wow okay to get people on board you know we have ne- you will never find a banner or an ad uh, saying follow me or like me or you know whatever mm-hmm. so, so the more important thing is that this is a community of shared passion and the reason they come to us is because we engage with them as a peer there is a peer to peer engagement we talk to them as a rider mm-hmm. and you would be surprised further to know that almost 70% of our social media content as well as what's on our website Mm-hmm. is user generated content okay okay which means right. we have a very sophisticated listening uh, and a command center which you know which does listening across all digital domains and then once we spot something which a community member has put up mm-hmm. we seek their permission to share it on the behalf on their behalf with the larger community from royal enfield handles Right. almost always they are uh, they are more than gracious to give us that opportunity and therefore we are using community content to serve our community and that's how we are nurturing their consideration mm-hmm. so there is nothing artificial there is no model there is nothing adsy it's, it's it's valued because it is real and it's unbranded in the branded sense you know what i mean it's branded true, with royal enfield right. but it's not you know it's not plasticky or clunky or contrived so therefore because people who are in the lifestyle they are you know they are drift you know they are in the drift with us they are mm-hmm. sensitive and responsive to the kind of culture we are wanting to build you know they are the ones who, who appreciate this and embrace us right so we are not promoting mm-hmm. formula friendliness there is no formula to this true uh, and and we maximize the efficiency of the kind of content we put up by of course doing very smart analytics so what's working what are people mm-hmm. engaging uh increasingly we have started doing more and more of um you know dual interest multiple interest so for example we are organizing rides which are about astral photography so mm-hmm. at the destination it could be hanle in ladakh or it could be the run of kutch mm-hmm. uh, people will go with a trained astral photographer and they'll be taught to shoot the night sky right. uh, we are doing engagements online where we are uh, you know telecasting live episodes of custom builders across the world who do wonderful things with our motorcycles 
Mm-hmm. Uh, we are teaching people how to maintain their motorcycles by themselves. So these DIY mm-hmm. sessions are happening. Uh, True. We are doing engagement campaigns like Art of Motorcycling. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got ten thousand people to send mind-boggling illustrations of uh, you know art um, using mm-hmm. our motorcycles, and sixty percent of them come from tier three, tier four India. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, almost half of them do not actually own the motorcycle. It shows the kind of love and the esteem that the brand Royal Enfield is held in right. uh, the world, and particularly in India. So these are the kind of things we are doing: user-generated content, spontaneous, you know, non-commercial, uh, genuinely doing peer-to-peer and earned media, mm-hmm. uh, doing quickly, you know, doing it along with the community, making it powerful, making it resonant. Mm-hmm. Uh, no matter, even if it's you know, if it loses some of its original intention in transmission, even if it gets uh, you know, um, if the meaning shifts a little bit, it doesn't matter because you know we are as storytellers, as publishers, we are sitting amidst a very large group of people mm-hmm. who are not passive consumers, right? They're not passive spectators. They're actually our partners, and oh, in most true. cases, like I told you, they're actually the authors. Mm-hmm. So. People will tell and believe the the same stories. They will, you know, because they because they hold the same values. Hmm. We are True. promoting the value system. The content is just about the value system. It's about the value. True. True. Absolutely. Okay. I'm just thinking uh, one thing, Subhansh. So you know, while we are talking so much about brand loyalty, how consumers are strongly connected with a purpose and a, you know their own uh, passion about something, we are also witnessing one trend. Uh, you know, about this diluting of loyalty to an extent, right? You know, like what, like if you see some years back, people, if they loved something, they really were truly, truly loyal to it, be it their jobs or be it their affinity towards a certain brand or a product or whatever. Uh, somehow this has kind of changed over the years, you know, now people aren't, especially when we talk about the millennials, you know, while they pay a lot of attention to trust factor, at the same time, they are switching loyalties. From your perspective, how true is this, right? And if it is, then uh, how how are we going to make sure that we still are going stronger in terms of brand community building and, you know, letting our customers stay with us for a longer duration of time or like forever? I'm not a strong uh, uh, votary of that. Uh, loyalty has got, dis- you know, has okay. got diluted. Okay. And I'll give you reasons why. I mean, yes. Consumers have a lot more happening in their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, consumers are getting distracted with many other things. Mm-hmm. The pace of uh, you know brand building activities has picked up, and it's almost instantaneous in real time. Mm-hmm. Brands are with us twenty four by seven, as I mentioned already, right? So mm-hmm. what's happening is I have more to do as a consumer. I'm saying I have mm-hmm. more things interest me i have more to do i have more access mm-hmm. uh, you know i can i can basically engage with the whole world mm. from my phone i don't even need to step out anywhere right so uh, naturally this generation and you mentioned millennials and gen z they they have a sense of heightened awareness mm-hmm. and things are happening faster you know and there is a i mean uh you know, my son is 12 years old. He doesn't see a test cricket. He sees T20. You know, he mm-hmm. jumps every evening when IPL is on. Mm-hmm. And, and 
if there is a T20ification now, if you if if he gets to appreciate that Test is another form of cricket and appreciates it, that's his choice. But mm. he is being conditioned by T20, and that's what he enjoys. You know, so it's a matter of conditioning. Mm-hmm. Now loyalty is a very different matter, and let me spend a minute on that because I sure, as sure. a marketer, I, I I get, you know, I interact with several academic institutions and elsewhere also students have asked this question and I have clarified time and again mm-hmm. look uh, loyalty is a vote it is not an obligation mm-hmm. you understand? right right uh, if somebody is interested in you as a brand he or she will be interested in coming a second time only if they have had a good experience true and a brand gets its life from habit hmm. brands exist because we all like to repeat good things hmm. and when we keep repeating a good thing and it gives us joy and gratification it becomes a habit and true. then once the habit becomes encoded as a brand i don't have to think about it you know true if it's if it's x category i would go for y brand and that's hmm. it i don't need to think it because i am Again and again and again and again, it meets my standard of happiness. It gives mm-hmm. me happiness, mm-hmm. performance, quality, whatever, right? So right, right. That is what we call loyalty. True. Now there are two types of consumer modalities or two types of brands in the world, Madhulika. Mm-hmm. One is mm-hmm. where the brand is advertising actively every day to reach out to consumers. Mm-hmm. Usually, these are consumer packaged goods brands. Right or brands which are in a highly competitive environment, which is if they didn't exist as brands, they'd get quickly commoditized. True, and they have to keep advertising to ride above the cacophony and be able to reach new consumers because loyalty is a very uh, fickle thing there, you know. And mm-hmm. if, if you're at a if you're at a Kirana shop or if you're at an X or Y location and you don't get your brand, chances are you'll opt for the closest equivalent. Okay. Mm. Mm. These kind of brands involvement being shallow, they mm. have to be consistently top of the mind, and that consideration needs to be nurtured through advertising and through activity, right? Right, right. Then there is the second type of brands where consumers are leaning in and are interested in highly involved categories where people research for months mm-hmm. before they make their decision, right? Most of Royal Enfield consumers who who become our our riders and owners of Royal Enfield motorcycles, chances are it is probably their most important or most valuable possession, or certainly their second or third most valuable possession. Right. Mm-hmm. True. So, so they they like to compare, they like to research, they like to speak to friends who know, they like to go for a test ride, they like to uh, check out the features and so on and so forth. And Mm -hmm. here, advertising and content is supremely important, but it is not a means to ensure their loyalty. True. Yeah. So the question you're asking me is loyalty become shallow that loyalty that that construct is emerged from classical consumer packaged goods or what we in India call fast moving consumer goods. Mm -hmm. FFC environment should keep advertising. Otherwise, if your share amongst advertisers falls down, your share Mm -hmm. in brands will fall down. Um, if it's not you, it'll be somebody else. For brands which are high involvement lifestyle brands, consumers are actively consuming. And so therefore, loyalty is a less uh, obvious criteria mm. to 
put it this way mm-hmm. right i don't buy a motorcycle every third day true uh, yeah no? so so there are different category realities and different but mm-hmm. yes as i mentioned in the beginning by and large consumers are becoming uh consumers are becoming even more important uh, mm. because they have they have many choices many people are looking to true uh, looking to get their attention and their custom and therefore the customer is even more king today is, is true correct correct you know, but correct. i think loyalty is compromised i would not say that absolutely so i guess the brands have to work double uh, i mean harder in terms of you know making sure that they're consistently delivering the good quality experience uh, so that you know uh, people are like you know because once in a while you do hear people say that oh god i really had a bad experience i'm not going to try this brand ever again you know so like you know these kind of statements are becoming very common in the world of social media that you keep listening that even just one experience one bad experience at times can just kill the whole uh, you know continuity of that consumer consuming the brand in the future for some reason mm-hmm. i guess maybe that's to do with the choices that you use you, you know you said earlier yes Okay so I'm coming to some a uh, different point here now uh, so Ranshu uh, talking about your experience in agency management right and agencies kind of you know work very closely with brand in terms of trying to build the experience and the purpose that has been built by the visionary by the vision of you know what has been set for so what is your personal experience in the last 20 years that you've seen you know how agencies are evolving in the area of understanding and deep diving in the world of community based marketing and what are the new innovative ways they are adopting uh, you know in this area well i mean i have had the privilege of interacting in a professional capacity with almost all the leading agencies and groups even you know even even today are uh, you know we, we do work with them so uh, omnicom group is our media agency we do work with uh, tribal 22 feet uh, mm-hmm. and so there are you know in in my past lives i worked with ogilvy i worked with tubelessis i worked with a host of agencies and i think uh, first of all you know the agency environment is also very active just because they they are a part of the same ecosystem they are also a part of the marketing and brand building ecosystem right mm-hmm. um, and because we are shifting from a conditioned environment to an en- environment where peer to peer marketing is going to hold sway it's mm-hmm. a increasingly internet driven social world of consumers uh, naturally they have also had to change Uh, a number of legacy habits a number of processes number of expertise areas right uh, to survive and to thrive um you know if if you give me a minute let me explain the way the world used to work i i joined sure. hindustan in the year 1999 mm-hmm. and as a part of my management stint i spent a lot of time at uh, the lintas office in express towers i used to mm-hmm. go to several facilities near uh, you know near aikar bhavan in mumbai in mahalakshmi mm-hmm. and that was the era of film and you know and and print and so on and so mm. forth How, true uh you know brand reputations were sort of difficult to build difficult to mm. preserve uh information was difficult to come by consumers it but from a marketer's point of view it was a relatively simple world you had mm, an agency it was <laughs> agency would make ads right then you know they you had india today doordarshan blah blah whatever you had yeah. people who had committed audiences assured audiences right take, take ad put to media vehicle reach audience job over right. you know 
uh, and then the world changed. But at that time, you know, I remember delivering tapes and you know, sitting with the media plan. Once right. something had been made, nobody could touch it. It was done. Mm. You are not allowed to change anything. True. Today, you put out an ad, and if it's a hit, I had the great privilege of being associated with Star Sports for five close to five years. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2015, you know, the first game was in Adelaide, India versus Pakistan. Mm-hmm. in the world cup and we made a you know we, we had done a main ad you know the main ad campaign or something else we did a something specially for for that one match because the insight was that in the icc tournaments india has never lost to pakistan mm. so something said oh, poor poor fan is desperate to win and he has a box of crackers which he wants to burst and we called that ad series mocha mocha all time hit you know it became true of course but, yeah but the learning was that the moment we did that advertising people were making spoofing it making their own versions pakistan versions bangladeshis were making versions Correct. so this is a learning that in you know you don't control anything today the moment mm. you put out something which is truly viral the right very, very meaning of the word viral means it will travel from person to person Correct. and it will be changed in the process mm. uh It, the marketers and agencies have to adjust to this reality and we mm. live in a data transparent world today mm. my son wants pizza i look at the rating of the place right correct yes so, so there are new domains of knowledge we are reliant on new technologies internet technologies have made it very easy and tempting for any gifted person to boldly venture into you know new areas so mm. there are so many more agencies boutique agencies specialist agencies etc mm. etc Hmm. with this explosion of choice they are also moving into an environment and an age where everything has to be filtered evaluated rated all the time you know true true and therefore you know therefore they are also not about one office you know and 100 associates they will also be become more and more about a network they hmm. will also become about how they access knowledge how they get the right people in hmm put a team together disband the team and so on and so forth so it will require mm. extraordinary ability to you know adapt to the new world and i think they're successfully doing it i mean i have a, a lot of respect and and time for uh, creative developers our business is about creative mm. those who say that you know creative is no longer important i think are delusional because mm-hmm. the most important thing for a brand to survive and to thrive is that it should connect creatively with its community and th- and that work still remains with the agency hmm. and therefore it's a very uh, i think it's a very exciting new world but a changed world no doubt a changed world absolutely absolutely in fact you uh, took me back to the time uh, when i you know personally i myself also started career, my career around the same period that you did uh-huh. and i remember uh, you know the example of the limited choice so i always give this example of this uh, program i am not sure if you remember this wagle ki duniya yeah, uh, this this used to be on doordarshan and, and there was one episode when he struggles to even find a location for a picnic spot and he tries yeah. to ask 100 people but he never gets an answer and yes. these were this is how limited a person's you know channel to information was as Absolutely. compared to what it is today so the world has definitely changed and Absolutely. it's still ch- ever evolving as such right Absolutely. so In fact, uh, uh, yeah You remember Wagle ki Duniya? I don't know if you remember, but there was one episode in which he's wanting to buy a second-hand car. Right, right, of course. <laughs> and, and he wants to look like he's very educated about the process, but he doesn't know anything. Correct, he wants correct. To buy a second-hand Fiat car, 
So, mm. poor fellow, he knows what a fan belt is, which is probably the least important thing in the car. Right, right. And he's asking him, fan belt to new, right? He says, yeah, absolutely. Right. Right. You know, so, uh, and today, right. you know, they just deconstruct everything. They, you know, we are seeing that change. Mm-hmm. Uh, motorcycle purchasing, automotive purchasing in general was a very high face-to-face kind of a selling process where people mm-hmm. came. at least once maybe multiple times to the dealerships they want to take a test ride mm-hmm. today uh, i have almost 8 lakh plus people in my royal enfield app community mm-hmm. and the maximum number of permutations and combinations are offered through a configurator called make it yours mm-hmm. uh, we find that consumers are doing almost entirely their entire due diligence and comparison and information checking and everything online mm-hmm. uh you know and so therefore the in search part of it and you know website part of it and app True. community part of it is becoming supremely important and then right. they go to the dealership basically to see the motorcycle to ride the motorcycle and to confirm their purchase mm-hmm. so the modalities are shifting very fast and this is going to be the new normal absolutely absolutely completely agree to that point uh, suranshu uh, okay so now uh, i want to ask you something so to all the marketers out there right uh, or anybody who wants to get into brand management and brand marketing what's that what's the advice you would like to give them you know uh, to those like what are the do's and the don'ts it, this is not just specific to communicate uh, community based marketing that we are talking about but in general right what what are the things that one really needs to maybe keep repeating and what are the things that one needs to avoid as a marketer no i mean i think you know it would be rather bold of me to give one prescription because there isn't one it depends on what kind of brand what kind of category etc etc mm-hmm. but i can tell you one thing that you know every purchase a consumer makes every brand that we ourselves get involved with as consumers mm-hmm. uh, doesn't it reveal a little bit about who we are what's important to us how we want to be seen you know how we would like the world to be mm-hmm. so every brand that we engage with out of choice uh mm-hmm. is telling a story about us whether we like it or not mm-hmm. uh, and all powerful brands brands that mean a lot to us and certainly to royal enfield riders royal enfield is a brand that is very central to their lives uh, all powerful brands are ambassadors you know they 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 go into a new world they declare things about them uh, and like i said a brand is the most powerful to my mind when it builds and sustains a culture to my mind right, that's the right. best reach that a brand can can have mm-hmm. is that it becomes synonymous with culture right true, uh, true. once that happens uh, i think the the rest of it is relatively simple uh, you know and and then of course you'll harvest a great value and all of that now the mm-hmm. question is what should marketers do marketers should remain consumers they mm-hmm. should not on this uniform of being professional marketers and forget True. uh you know what the consumer life is all about right Secondly, right they should remain curious the moment a feeling comes in that i know it all i've seen it mm. you know mm. the moment this thing comes into your mind that you know uh and you stop learning from your team from your subordinates from i mean today i am blessed to have young people in my team because they know so mm. much more digital lifestyle than i do you know so true true my job yeah. is to get everybody in the room to have the answers my job is not to have the answers myself hmm so, absolutely 
you know, so the so the marketers should be curious. They should be humble. They should also wear the consumer hat all the time rather than wearing a marketer's hat. Correct. Uh, and they should be they should be willing to change. One of my learnings, Madhulika, and more as I'm you know now into my two decades and beyond marketing, mm-hmm. is that more bad habits and more bad practices come out of success than out of failure. Hmm. Okay. Why is that? Because we inspect and we go back and evaluate our failures very often, but we never evaluate our success. Success ke baad to party hoti hai. <laughs> Actually, Therefore, yeah. Uh, even though you may have done five wrong things, they become encoded as, you know, ye karne se success milta hai. So uh-huh. then it becomes a part of the norm. Mm-hmm. So smart marketeers must do post-mortem of their success also, not only of their failures. Okay. Because today the world is changing so fast that what is successful today may become an utter failure tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. And therefore yeah. you always be willing to change, to learn, be, you know, be thinking all the time, be thoughtful, mm-hmm. but fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, marketing is not a science of perfection. Marketing is a science of utility. You know, if you're 80% ready, you should run and mm. improve as you go along. True, uh, true, absolutely. So that's my take on what I would tell the marketers. No, this is, I mean, that's actually, you know, point to ponder about what you just said that we always learn from what didn't go right. And what went right is usually like, you know, it's like a certification that, okay, we have done well, but right. nothing beyond that. But there is actually so much to learn, you know, from what went right and how we can make it better in the future or where's the scope of innovation further. I mean, that, that's that's a big learning and a great insight uh, as such. Uh, so I guess uh, some really amazing um, inputs from you, Subranshu. Um, and I think a very, very important learning for all marketers out there is to to be very empathetic, you know. So being a marketer doesn't give us the permit to, you know, just keep dishing out campaigns because we feel like, you know, putting up good, uh, you know, stuff out there. It's about how we relate it as consumers first. And if we, we feel convinced as consumers, there is a big victory lying out there for us. And I think the whole journey for building a community starts with putting up a strong vision and then obviously consistently delivering this vision with the right set of messaging, packaging, experience, everything put together right so i think that's that's something which each brand you know got to take on from this conversation before we end it i would be doing a disservice if i didn't mention one more thing please please the importance of teamwork mm-hmm. all right this is another common marketing failing is you know we become successful because of our brand success campaign success commercial you know we made a great advertisement and then we start thinking i have done this but mm. so many hands touch the process in marketing, you know, advertising oh. agency, media agency, uh, you know, research people. So many people are involved in the process that if somebody is delusional enough to think, this is my work, mm. I have alone mm. done it. It is a mm. prescription for failure. And mm. mind you, the, the team does not mean people who are getting a salary from the same company. Mm-hmm. The team means everybody right down to how the dealer staff is answering the phone to to everybody you know every every encounter with the brand is a part of your team absolutely and and the more you are you know you are mindful of team behaviors true in a marketing team what happens when 
a person is failing or letting the ball drop mm-hmm. or you know having a failure uh, at that time do the others run towards him or away from him that mm-hmm. i see only this i can tell you whether that team is going to be successful or not and that brand is going to be successful or not hmm absolutely absolutely Therefore, because you see we are not about making a product in a science lab hmm if for that i could rely on the on the brightest scientist i could find and say okay we have found the best scientist he will do the solution hmm. true this is this is about everyday life it's about common sense it's about millions and billions of people and therefore mm-hmm. also think like that we must also think about larger teams what other people and great insight great knowledge great solutions may come from everywhere mm-hmm. leadership is not a hierarchical concept it is the biggest uh, you know it's the biggest farce to believe mm-hmm. that the highest rank in marketing knows the most that is a farce that is mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. marketing leadership can happen at any level certainly Absolutely. in the where i learned my marketing in hindustan live brand manager was a very important position right hmm. brand manager okay. hold a brand together in many other cases it may be a marketing manager or a divisional manager but everybody is responsible for demonstrating leadership at their own levels absolutely it cannot be that only one or two people are taking all the decisions and brand will thrive it cannot be in today's world the world is so complicated media universe is so complicated so many things are happening all the time mm-hmm. that unless you are an excellent team player and more importantly you believe in teamwork you True. know genuinely you will fail it is guaranteed this is really important to understand nothing works in isolation and you know in fact what you rightly said is uh, you know the point about you know how this whole culture of uh, getting interns literally pitch in in the strategic point of view in brands and companies are doing very well because these these are the people who are actually you know fresh out of college and fresh out of their you know education and they want to they want to just give the best shot and if we encourage and build a culture where they are encouraged to speak up you know and not just sit in that hierarchy mode that you are you know you're still not there you know so i think that really plays a role in how companies and organization can can play a vital role in creating this kind of a culture as what you personally believe in as well that's right that's absolutely right. I thoroughly enjoyed this conversation Ruvanshu I wish we could go on and on uh, we'll keep this conversation going for the later part once again soon uh, thank you once again for being on the show most welcome and i wish you all the very best stay thank safe thank you thank you for tuning in if you have liked this episode do comment your thoughts or dm us on instagram at epilog media do rate us on apple podcast and subscribe to brewing talks on epilog media website or your favorite podcast app like GeoSavan, Gana, Spotify, Apple Podcasts so that you get notified when we come next. Stay subscribed. I shall catch up with you in the next episode. Till then, stay creative, stay safe and take care.